The Boost Podcast is sponsored in part by Reveal Wealth. Let the professionals at Reveal Wealth assist you on your financial journey. From individual financial planning, family financial planning, business planning, insurance planning, and more, Reveal Wealth's holistic approach gives you the freedom to take control of your financial security. No matter your age or stage in life, the professionals at Reveal Wealth are ready to assist. Contact them now for a free initial consultation. Go to WeRevealWealth.com. That's WeRevealWealth.com. Or call 410-928-8081. Take control of your financial security by allowing Reveal Wealth to serve you. WeRevealWealth.com. That's WeRevealWealth.com. Or call 410-928-8081. And tell them you heard about them on the Boost Podcast. Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business and career success. Build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now... Here's Kelly Leonard. Hello and welcome back to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. Today I'm chatting with Swire Ho from Garuda Promo and Branding Solutions. Based in sunny California, Swire is a promotional product marketing and branding expert who helps customers grow their sales, retain employees, and thank their customers with custom branding products. The part of Boost our conversation covers is build your brand, optimize relationships, and obtain more leads. We've got a lot of ground to cover. So here's Swire. Hi, Swire. Welcome to the Boost podcast. Thank you for having me on your show, Kelly. It is awesome to see you. I know you are in sunny California. So how are things out on the West Coast? It's getting warmer. It's going to be 86 degrees on Saturday. Oh, my gosh, Swire. Please don't. (laughs) you are just rubbing it in already aren't you (laughs) wow that's beautiful that's beautiful well you know for those who are hearing your name for the very first time why don't you give us a little bit more about your background and the work that you do Uh, so my name again is swire i actually got the name my dad used to work for a company called the swire group long long time ago it's actually named me after the company probably he was after a promotion or something that that's why his name is firstborn child you know, same name as the company. Uh, name of our company is Garuda Pro and Branding Solutions. And what I do is I help my client grow sales, retain employees, and thank their customer with custom branded products. Wow, awesome. And so it, it's funny because oftentimes we'll joke around saying, you're going to need to rename your firstborn and you'll need to <laughs> name your firstborn. And so your father actually did that. So that's pretty incredible. And so the, so the irony would be that one of the things that you specialize is, uh, you know, customer and perhaps employee retention. And so I'm sure that was a great retention strategy. You know what? I'm going to name my child after the company that I work for. So, so again, welcome to our conversation. And I would love to just learn a little bit more because when we talk about like marketing, branding, promotion, promotional items, and I know you, uh, you've got a handle, the promo guy. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about why you call yourself the promo guy to give us a little bit more insight into the work that you do? 
Well, again, it's about the name, right? A lot of people, the, the name, if you see it, it, it's easy to pronounce, right? Swire. But then a lot of time when client call me or when whoever call me, they kind of stutter or they pause. So uh, I think, you know, I create a, a easy hashtag, you know, kind of in line with what we do. And also people will kind of remember me because now uh, for branding myself, I actually use the full uh, name Swire Ho hashtag the promo guy. So if you wanted to Google me it, with the exact phrase, you'll see all the things that I've done, you know, by using that exact phrase. Wow. Awesome. And that's a great, great strategy because now again, you know, nowadays rather everything, people immediately, the first thing that they do is, is Google, right? And so I'd imagine that by you having that hashtag, the promo guy and people going in and perhaps they're looking for promotional ideas or just ways to really anchor their brand with their ideal customer that becomes super important. So tell me this. So as you, with the work that you do and how you're supporting customers, what in your opinion are some of the best ways to identify and then to engage um, ideal or your target audience or, or market? Well, because a lot of clients, when they come to us, the strategies that they have is, you know, I have a logo. I want more awareness for my company. They like to target everybody. But what my suggestion to you know any of the client that come to me for that is who are your ideal client? You know, who actually give you more business? You know, you don't want to target everyone. People sometimes are afraid to niche down a little bit more because they thought that if we miss everybody, then uh, we're missing out, you know, a lot of money on the table. By focusing down, you know, by narrowing down your message, you're able to connect with people that is actually related to your messages. And then whatever industry that you thought you might in, you got to have a core group of ideal clients that are more resonate with the message that you have. Yeah, and you make a great point. And I think it's um, sort of human nature, if you will, particularly for entrepreneurs that are just getting started to say, oh, yeah, everybody is my ideal client. And, you know, this whole notion of boiling the the, the ocean. And a part of me wonders if that's not a, I don't want to say coping mechanism, but almost so a coping mechanism to say, okay, if I target enough people, then perhaps something will land. So if I cast a, a larger net, something will land. But you're suggesting that no, hone in on your ideal customer, correct? Well, what I would suggest to do is let's assume that, you know, you're just starting out your uh, entrepreneur journey. Uh, who give you the most business? Who are they? What can you tell me about those people? What level, what title do they have? Are they men or women? Or is it, you know, age or is it, you know, certain things? Uh, what are the characteristics for, for these people? So the more that you could tell me about your ideal client, you know, the more I could, you know, because we have access to 10,000 10, different items. Not everyone will work for everyone. So, you know, the more that you can tell, the better we can do. Or, you know, if you're listening, say, I don't have any customer, zero. You know, so dream of your dream client, the best client that you think give you the most business. Who are they? Again, again go through the same exercise, you know, answer your own question, and then you can fine tune. And once you know who your ideal customers are, think about the next will be what kind of social media platform are they going to be beyond? What kind of magazines are they going to be uh, reading? What kind of podcasts are they going to be listening to? These are the places that you want to be to be in front of your ideal clients. So it's funny. You read my mind because I was going to say, what if I'm just getting started? I don't have any customers. And so, but you answered it. It's, you know, who is your dream client? 
And so um, I appreciate you sharing that because, yeah, that was initially my thought was like, well, okay, you said, who, um, who do I deliver my business to the most? And if I've not delivered to anyone, then how would I be able to answer that question? So dream client. And even as I think about that, Swire, what are some ways, because for someone who's just getting started, maybe they don't even know who their dream client is is because they don't know what they don't know yet, perhaps. So how would you even like, is there some sort of exercise or way that you would suggest for people to even to identify who that dream client might be? Well, then you have to do your own market research, right? Mm. You know, for any product and services, there are people who are naturally will be, you know, have the needs for, for what you have, you know, not everyone will have the needs or, you know, we don't even want to consider what you have and how can you develop those conversations and, I think this is an old school method in a digital age. Mm. Uh, all you have to do is ask, maybe pick up the phone to call on maybe even your competitor or things, uh, people that are inside your industry, ask them, you know, who is, who do they most enjoy working with? And uh, look at different research out there. I think if you have, let's say if you have two clients, you only have two clients, you just started out, mm-hmm. pick up the phone, call them. You know, a lot of time when we spend a lot of money acquiring a new client, we, a lot of time we spend no money, no effort to maintain the relationship mm. of our current client. So why not just pick up the phone, call on them, check in, you know, did I do a good job? Or if you think that there's something that I can improve on, what is it that you want me to change? And then be able to listen and don't get defensive, right? If they point out that things that you need to change and you better do it if you only have two clients. And then once you know that you are in they're good, good line when you be a good, you know, contact for them. Mm-hmm. Ask the additional question. Uh, I just thought that, do you know any friends or families that could also use our product and services? Just by one phone call, you can actually make sure that your client is happy. And then if they are happy, and then you can actually ask them for more referral. This is a no cost way that everyone can do every single day. Yeah, absolutely. And that was going to be like my, my next question was going to really focus on that. Okay, now I have that handful or maybe many um, customers, what are some of the best practices to build a, a customer retention program? Because to your point, once you win a customer, probably it's it's less expensive, it's more cost effective to perhaps retain and upsell or continue servicing that customer rather than you know just starting from scratch and going all over again. So do you have any best practices to build an effective customer retention program? Sure. Uh, this is something that you should plan it out as a business to create a journey for the customer. So we talk about some of it, you know, after the product and services, you know, you need to check in to make sure that they are satisfied because we, let's take out the, the most uh, far end of the spectrum. If people are really, really happy, they're going to let everyone know about you, right? Yes. If they're really unhappy, they're going to tell more people about yes. how unhappy they are. So what about those of uh, the clients that are in the middle? Mm. If you make it easy for them, if you make it shareable content, what we call, you know, in the digital age, then they will help you market your business. For example, if you know that they are going to be going on a location or they will be using your product and services on a uh, particular location showcasing your products, why don't you give them something that they would likely to share? You know, we are all journalists out there with our cell phone. You know, even if we have 10 followers on social media, these are 10 people that we could influence. You know, why don't you offer them something that would be in line with your mission statement so they will share on the social media you know, maybe you you pay something on that product itself, but what is the cost for 
you know, your client to share your content to their own social media posts? Who can they connect with? Who are they able to influence? You know, so if you think about that and map out the journey, and that's how you're able to create uh, the customer roadmap for success. So, and that's a great point. And I know you mentioned, or you, you, I've, I've heard you mention about, you know, turning customers into mini advocates, if you will, or, or maybe you could even call them brand ambassadors. I don't know. How do you even approach that? Is it that you have to actually ask customers to do that? Because I know for some folks, they're more than happy to help you. I mean, people love to help people. Um, and I think sometimes we can assume that someone, even, you know, if we post a promotional ad or if we promote, um, promote something on social media, that folks are going to sort of share or like, um, retweet, whatever the case may be. But what, how do you, how do you suggest that? our listeners sort of encourage or ask, or should they, is it proper etiquette to ask a client base to help you to sort of support your brand? That's a, that's a great question. So it goes back all the way to the beginning for identify your ideal client. You know, think about your, the t-shirt that you're wearing, Kelly, you know, it's uh, you pay for the t-shirt, you know, you're supporting the artists and they don't, they don't need to ask you for it. So whenever that you're wearing the t-shirt, so you actually, uh, promoting the artist itself. So when people ask you, I really like that t-shirt, you know, where did you get it? Or tell me more about that uh, product or idea, or, you know, in, in your case, musicians, then you speak on behalf of their product and services without them even paying for you. So the more that you know your ideal client, what kind of product or uh, even color they will relate to, because when we talk about, for example, uh, uh, supporting cancer, right? Mm-hmm. We, we think about the pink color. You know, when we talk about, you know, supporting maybe the police department, we think about uh, color blue. Mm-hmm. So there are different color, different engagement that, you know, your supporter will know. And when they're proud of using or wearing your product, you know, that's when the magic happens. So are you suggesting that, so even, so because I was thinking along the lines of like social media promotion, but you're even thinking and sharing about, hey, it may be that you're, um, I don't know, creating wearable sort of promotional items to then give to customers because people love a good t-shirt or people love a great coffee mug or uh, people love a great pen or what have you. Are you suggesting that beyond sort of encouraging to support digitally to also, um, you know, sort of to give them the tools to promote you sort of outside of digital, the digital world? That's one example. You know, there are a lot of unique ways that you can connect. For example, even if you, let's say you're a motivational speaker, mm-hmm. you, you teach your client how to be better at speaking, you motivate them. You know, even you could create a challenge, right? We all love challenge and we like to post it on our social media. Think about a hashtag that you wanted to promote, maybe be confident, just give an example. And have everyone have to purchase the T-shirt and get in front of the camera every day to post for 30 days for your motivational uh, speech, why you are getting motivated, then you could create, you know, awareness, create a special hashtag. Or if you are, you know, a church that wanted to promote a certain event for your uh, community, have people wear, you know, something similar together. Uh, it's just one example, but, you know, knowing your client and knowing your ideal client, then that helps you narrow down the search to find the exact item that they will be willing to share and then happy to tell the world about what you do. 
Awesome. Well, Swire, this has been an incredible conversation. Thank you so much for just sharing your insights and and ideas around customer retention and promotion. If folks are listening in and they want to just tap into more of your brilliance, what's the best way for them to find you? Well, you can Google my name, Swire Ho, hashtag the promo guy. And I'm also very active on LinkedIn. Find me on uh, LinkedIn. And you can also visit our website at garudapromo.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Definitely appreciate you and the work that you do. Thanks, Kelly. It's the Boost Podcast. The Boost Podcast serves an energetic community of business leaders, entrepreneurs, and individuals who are growth-minded. If you, your business, or organization would like to share your service, product, or expertise with the Boost Podcast community, contact Kelly Leonard. Email kelly.leonard at taylor-leonard.com. Again, that's kelly.leonard at taylor-leonard.com. Well, that concludes this episode of the Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. 